0: What's going on, guys? Anthony here. So I want to talk about a few things today. Uh, first, for starters, I've had a very long day here. Um, it's about ten thirty-four here on the East Coast, and uh, my day started around seven. Uh, just a long day. A lot of meetings. A lot of thinking. A lot of strategy. A lot of, um, a lot of surprises today. But uh, it's it's all for the good of the work, right? You know, it's about uh, working hard, it's about being diligent, it's about being consistent uh, and and that's how you eventually work your way into having a very productive culture, a very productive business uh, and a very productive career. So having said that, there are definitely two themes today that, uh, that I just wanted to address with you guys, vent out a bit as well as... Um, Get your guys perspective on that. Uh, The first thing that I'll talk about is um, I'll talk about intentions, you know, and I'll keep this very broad and very macro here. But I believe when dealing with any employee, right, um, I believe as a leader, it is important to understand the heart of that employee, understand the emotions of that employee, understand the, where, where that employee comes from, right? Uh, their family, their backgrounds, their perspectives, their paradigms, you know, uh, you know their financial situations, you know, their, their family, um, their city. Like, I, I believe that all of these small nuances play a factor when objectively and subjectively analyzing an employee, understanding an employee, Determining how to navigate leadership for that employee, and again, I'll keep things broad today. But I, I just want all leaders that listen to this podcast to keep that in mind. That if any employee makes a mistake, or if any employee um, is trying to be assessed from around their performance, or if any employee is in a situation where the the, the brand is trying to find different ways to motivate to drive, to inspire, to, to shift and to mold this employee to be what the brand needs. The best way to do that is to actually understand and care about their context, care about their purest intentions, utilize emotional intelligence, and do what I always say, treat that employee like you would treat a brother, a sister, a father, a mother, a friend. I believe in this wholeheartedly. And I believe in this the most when I see an employee potentially make an objective mistake. I believe that analyzing and trusting and caring and understanding the pure, the good, the positive intentions of that person, while also understanding the objective things that may have happened and blending those two together when trying to determine how you're going to react to a particular situation is vital. I'm seeing way too many leaders just at a at a very macro level right um, throughout my entire career if I'm really thinking back um, whether it was my very first few jobs as you know as a buster at a restaurant or whether it was some of the managers I had with a few of my businesses or whether it was some of the managers that I was working with when I was advising and consulting I've seen too many situations where They are just looking at so much black and white objective decisions and actions of an employee and not understanding the emotions, not understanding the pure intentions of that employee, not understanding where that employee is coming from when they made that mistake or 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 when they made that positive decision. You know, because that's really where it comes into play. Right. You know, I remember, you know, the way that I look at this, to be very honest with you guys, as I'm thinking about it. The way that I look at it is when, um, when, from a from a football context, right? So I played football. I was a uh, I was a fullback a running back as well as a linebacker. And if I blitzed the quarterback because I thought it was the right thing to do for the sake of the team, but the coach didn't call that play, the coach would rip my head off if I missed that tackle. But if I made that tackle, the coach would congratulate me. It's very similar to that, right? The coach would acknowledge that my intentions were for the good of the team in that moment of trying to get that blitz and actually make the tackle. But if I missed that tackle and according to the objective black and white variables, since the coach didn't call that play, I would get my my head ripped off. But what I need more leaders to understand is to always look at the intentions, always appreciate and care about the, the good in people. It's important to do that. And that's the first tip that I just wanted to give today. You know, it's something that I have to remind myself of, you know, at the end of the day, I think as we as executives, right, as people leaders, I think we can get so wrapped up in the business aspect. We can forget about the human-esque variables of the company, which is the employees, which is emotions, which is the, the good in people. So that's the first tip that I'll give, and the, the first perspective I'll give. The second perspective I'll give is I, I want to talk about I want to talk about when an employee potentially checks out mentally, and I want to talk about it in the context of an employee that has other aspirations that are not tied to the company, and they no longer see themselves as developing any internal skills that can translate outside of the brand because their goals are outside of that brand. So to make this simple and to give you guys a very practical example, if an employee has a desire to jump into a completely different industry or start a business in a completely different industry, but they need to find a way to maintain their current bills in the moment in time. What can happen is they may start to check out in that nine to five because their mind is racing, their emotions are racing, their subconscious is being filled, their habits are being filled with the excitement of that potential entrepreneurial venture, which at a subconscious and a natural level, and I can understand this, they may begin to check out, not consciously, but subconsciously when it comes to mundane, everyday tasks of their overall role. And I need managers, again, to understand that caveat and to understand where that may be coming from. When an employee checks out or when an employee is not performing or when an employee is not on task or when an employee is not focused or when an employee is not living up to what you believe their potential is, there's a vast amount of reasons of why that may be the case. But what I want to make clear is it's your job as a leader to dive into that psychology. It's your job as a leader to be a psychologist in that moment, to be a therapist in that moment, to be a friend in that moment and understand where the the gaps are, understand where the gray is, understand where some of the shortcomings may be, may be, where those things may be occurring. Because certain tasks and certain problems and certain situations that may be, you know, seamless or easy to fix or not very stressful to you as a leader of the brand, as an executive of the brand, May be incredibly frustrating, incredibly difficult for an employee because he or he or she has already checked out. He or she is already thinking about the next five years of their career in a completely different facet, in a completely different realm, in a in a in a, in a completely different sector, and that's natural. Right, That's natural because if I'm an executive and I'm talking to my daughter that would do something like this, the way that I would speak to my daughter would be completely different than the way that I know a lot of leaders today are speaking to their staff. It seems as though they're taking the practicality of understanding how this can happen out of the picture because of their emotional investment as an executive to the brand. But what we need to remember to understand is when an employee checks out, For those reasons of they're thinking about the next five years of their life, they're thinking about the next step, they're putting the carpet for the horse. These are natural mistakes. These are natural instincts. These are natural actions. These are natural behaviors of an employee. But it's your job as a people leader. It's your job as a CEO. It's your job as an executive to build those one-on-one communications, those one-on-one relationships, that one-on-one context with your employees to be able to build that glue, build that connection so that you can not only have a gut feeling that these things may be occurring, but actually they'll feel so comfortable that they'll open up to you the second they start feeling it themselves. They'll let you know six months prior before they're starting to check out that checking out maybe on the horizon that another path may be on the horizon. And that will give you the recruiter. That will give you HR director. That will give you, you know, VP of people. That will give you CEO, COO, the autonomy, the the ability to then strategize the next six months of who's gonna be filling that role and do so in a comfortable manner without panicking, without rushing, without feeling Lie to without feeling uncomfortable, without being put in a tough spot. So, it's something that a lot of leaders need to think about. It's something that I'm thinking about as an executive, and it's something that I've just been reading about recently that I thought was incredibly interesting to to to, to really ponder on it and, and put in my back pocket as a as a skill that I will always try to utilize build that context, build that glue, build that relationship, ask the questions, figure out where an employee is coming from, figure out what an employee wants long term. And I always say this, and and I'll continue to say it again, because I actually did it today. It's your best bet. It's your best bet to dive deeper into what they want to do long term, and utilize your resources, utilize your time, utilize your connections, utilize your ability as an executive, as a leader, as a person, as a friend to help their goals get off the ground. Because, as you know, as an executive, as you know, as a person, as you know, as an adult, whatever goals they have are not just gonna magically get off the ground. Thus, they're not gonna be leaving your brand in the next 30 days. It may take six months for their goal to get off the ground, but within those six months, the respect, the rapport, the relationship, the glue, the connection, the love for you and the logo will increase dramatically. So when you go to them and say, I need you to help onboard the next person that's going to be taking your role. Or I need you to help me craft and understand the scope and the flow of work with your particular role. Or I need you to hang on just for another 30 days because we're just not there yet. The reaction to that will be much more positive. Their reaction to that will be one that will be led with love, led with respect, and and led with empathy, rather than the other way around. So, just some things to think about. Just some themes that I know will help some leaders out there. And, um, yeah, I think that's all for this evening. Thanks a lot.